Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Business Owners Radio, where established business owners get the latest insights, strategies, and practices to grow a sustainably profitable business. And now, taking care of business, your hosts, Craig Moen and Shai Gilad. Welcome to Business Owners Radio, Episode 73. Today we'll be talking with Charlotte Chipperfield. Charlotte is the founder and CEO of Chipperfield Media, an innovative boutique digital marketing agency based in San Francisco. At Chipperfield Media, they help grow the brand and marketplace interaction for companies worldwide. Today we've asked Charlotte to bring us up to date on social media marketing and how to boost our online business presence through creative strategy and precise execution. Good morning, Charlotte. Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Good morning. Thank you for having me today. Uh, It's great to have you on the show, Charlotte. And tell us a little bit about some of your background and what inspired you to create Chipperfield Media. Absolutely. So Chipperfield Media is a company I started about three years ago. And prior to that, I had been working in the wine industry, actually. Being based in Northern California, it's a one of the best industries to work in, in my opinion. And in that time, I worked a lot on the hospitality side. I managed a lot of different tasting rooms before moving into the marketing side. And I think so much of marketing wine for me was the storytelling aspect of it and the storytelling behind the vines and the location of the vines and how it pairs with food and wine. So it's almost kind of this romantic way of doing marketing, if you will. And so for me, I gained so much experience throughout that time and I was in a role doing marketing and that was coming to an end. And I'd always been thinking about starting my own business. I had been doing a lot of wine writing on the side and wine education on the side. So I did start my company and just prior to starting to review media, I had started actually a wine marketing and events company. And I started to just gain more and more clients on the marketing side And so that's when I kind of shifted gears and became full-time as Chipperfield Media, doing primarily social media and email marketing. I'd say like 80% of our clients are still wineries, but we've had the opportunity to expand into other consumer-facing products and retail businesses as well. Yeah, the wine industry is just a fantastic place to be involved with. And we've had the fortune of speaking with a number of wineries in the past. And Shine and I wish we could do this on site, you know, over a glass of wine type thing. <laughs> that would be fun. Absolutely. So I know one of your focus areas is social media. And social media amongst business owners range from not applicable here to absolutely a foundation to our marketing program. From your perspective, how are you seeing this pair out in the market space? That's a great question. I think social media is such a valuable tool. And I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there is that social media is really one piece of the marketing pie. And it's not something that's necessarily going to increase your revenue by millions of dollars in six months. But it is something that over the long term, you are building relationships with customers and potential clients. And I think that is so valuable. It's sort of an extension of networking, if you will, where you are able to kind of build these relationships and share content and share ideas and build trust. And I think once you've built that trust, then you will start to see an increase in revenue. We work a lot more with consumer products and consumer-facing companies, which I don't want to say is easier on social media, but I do think that telling the stories behind products and showing how they interact with people's day-to-day lives and how it brings value to their lives is something that we enjoy doing, but it also kind of 
helps companies tell those stories and then build that trust and, of course, see those increase of sales as well. I can see social media changing almost every month. Over the last year, how have you seen it changing dealing with it directly? Oh, absolutely. It's, it never stops changing. And I think that's kind of the fun challenge almost is that it's a little bit different from month to month. And you're constantly coming up with new ideas or using new platforms. And, you know, right now video is the hot topic. So I think everyone is trying to figure out how do you incorporate video and what does that look like and what content do you show in that? I always, when I speak to audiences or at conferences or seminars, I always talk about how Facebook launched when I was in college. And it's just amazing to think about how I used Facebook when it first came out to how I have a company built around it now. And so it's fascinating to kind of watch how it changes. But I think for the most part, social media is a place that people come to gather with their friends and family or to seek out new information on new products. I know for me, I'm always looking at new like food products, actually, and different recommendations from different influencers and, and people I follow. So I think it's always going to be very rooted in community. And I think the tools are just going to get better and better. Charlotte, as a business owner looking at the social media side, what steps would you advise I start looking at and be involved with an organization like yours? Absolutely. There's a number of steps a lot of business owners can take. And I think the first one is really looking at why is social media going to be important to you? How is it going to fit into your overall marketing plan? Really taking the time to sit down and think about that and think about the logistics and who's going to execute and how we're going to gather our content is kind of the first step and really understanding your purpose on there and what that's going to look like. A second step would be to understand your company, which I always say that to people and they kind of look at me like, well, it's my company. Of course, I know what I'm talking about, but really getting clear on your branding, what you stand for, what your values are. Also looking at the language you use around either your products or service and understanding what language maybe you don't use around it. There's always a lot of products that don't use natural, but we use organic even certain language that you might use on Twitter. It's always a challenge to get your message into that 140 characters. So when you're abbreviating words, like the word you, it's Y-O-U, is using just the letter U appropriate? Does that align with your brand? So just kind of thinking through little points and little details to really make sure that you're representing your brand as you want it to be viewed. And with that as well, if you have any external teams that are working on your social media or graphic designers, everyone's very in line with what your company stands and what it represents. So I always encourage people to make a brand book or a brand sheet that puts all those details into one place so that it's very clear representing what image you want to put out on social. Flip side of that is really understanding who your audience is. So you might know what you stand for and what you look like, but really knowing who you're talking to will help you craft your content. And it will help you drill down to what is of value to your audience and what will drive them to engage or drive them to click through. So really looking at demographics is definitely the basics, but then also looking at their interests and really dialing in, you know, what are they doing when they're not working, but also looking at where do they work? What's their family size? Where do they live? And the more clear you can get on that, the more successful you'll be on social media, especially if you're using Facebook advertising platforms. And so the fourth tip there is creating a strategy. So it's really easy for social media to kind of fall to that bottom of your to-do list and "Ah, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll post on Facebook this week. But the strategy is where you're able to stay consistent and being consistent is one of the challenges of social media, but it's also what drives success. So being able to consistently show up 
having it very clear that it's your brand that is consistently showing up in front of your audience. So it's really about hitting them with the right content at the right time. And so the fifth step is really looking at your content development and management. So making sure that you have the right tools in place so that you are using like Hootsuite or Buffer to schedule your posts. And then also making time that you schedule your content. Creating content calendars, something that we do for all of our clients. We sometimes create it a month ahead of time so that we know exactly what's coming. Or if we need to do a photo shoot, we know that we can quickly arrange certain days to do that on-site or off-site. So I think making sure that you're organized will help you with that strategy and the staying consistent. And then the last part of it is really measuring your results. It's really easy to get caught up in the strategy and the content development and managing your social media. And we can just keep going and going and going, but never really stop to say, hey, is this working for us? Is it not working for us? And really reevaluate what is driving the most engagement, if that's what you're after, or the most click-throughs to your website or sales, for example. So I always tell people to look at your numbers, identify which numbers are most important to you, and then keep creating content that's driving those results. And then maybe stop doing some of the content that isn't driving those results. Hey, Charlotte, I'm really glad that you talk about results. You know, I'm thinking about so many times when working through marketing issues with my clients. One of the big struggles is, is really understanding how much of my marketing spend do I want to place in different categories, right, in different channels, And so if they're looking at social media marketing, do you have some kind of rule of thumb you use when you're setting goals so that you can actually measure the results versus an outcome you're trying to achieve? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it varies a little bit from client to client. And it goes back to why are they on social media and what is the strategy? So we have a lot of clients who are on there just for overall brand awareness and engagement. So for us, we're looking at a lot of those like vanity metrics, if you will. So the likes and the reactions, the comments, the shares. And that's where the value is. Other clients I have that we're really trying to drive kind of e-commerce, right? We're trying to push people to the website to buy products. So those click-throughs and purchases are measured higher and have more value than a like or comment. So it kind of varies again on your strategy and why you're on social media. But once you figure out that piece, then you'll understand what results you should be measuring. So in your experience then, what part of this process usually goes wrong? Where do business owners tend to make the most mistakes with their social media deployment? I think it's that consistency piece. It's challenging to kind of get all the systems into place. And then once you've done it for a month or two, people feel like they're repeating themselves with their content. And I always tell people that there's a lot of people, it's the first time they're interacting with your company or it's the first time they've heard this about your product. So it's about keeping that energy going and keep coming up with different ways of presenting it. And yes, you know, maybe you've talked about this product a million times. And so it's just kind of keeping innovative and keeping consistent. And I think that's the biggest challenge. So how do you recommend that people counteract that challenge? Yeah, a lot of it starts with making sure all of your systems are in place and that you have a dedicated social media person. A lot of companies are giving the role of social media to someone in a company who already has a different title and was hired for a different reason. Which is great, but I think a lot of times the priorities can be shifted in different directions and they can be taking on more than maybe they had intended. And there is a lot of details that go into social media for making sure that your images are sized correctly per platform. Creating these content calendars, which was another recommendation I would make, is putting together a content calendar that allows you to stay on track and it houses everything from your image to the copy that's going to go on the post to the time of day it's going to be posted 
And that really helps you kind of stay organized. And I think it will help with the challenge of remaining consistent. So I would definitely recommend making sure there is a dedicated person to manage that whole system. Charlotte, what level of budgeting should business owners of various sizes align for developing their social media presence? That's a great question. And I think there's a lot of different levels of investment. If you're a small business, managing it on your own is absolutely a possibility. And aside from some of the tools like Hootsuite, there is a free level to that service. There are also paid levels if you're trying to add a lot of different profiles on there. And then Buffer is another one that I use, B-U-F-F-E-R, and they're a free platform. I actually use it for our business to schedule a lot of our social media posts. So there are a lot of tools like that to help you schedule that are very cost-effective. As far as like Facebook advertising, which is something if a business is present on Facebook, it's almost required these days that you do invest in advertising because the organic reach of just posting onto your Facebook page um, is less than 2%. So the advertising dollars help you get the content in front of the right people. So you hear a lot of people talking about Facebook being sort of a pay-to-play environment. And I have businesses and clients that we work with where we spend $100 a month and we're just putting a little bit of money to promote the post to the audience. Each post that we create for Facebook, we're putting money behind that. And so $100 a month has been really effective in driving that engagement. So it can be a very minimal investment as far as getting those tools into place. But as your strategy and goals get more ambitious and grow, and as the company grows, then there's going to be a larger investment, of course. So Charlotte, that's a really good overview of how this works and how you operate. Can you give us an example of a successful social media strategy deployment? You bet. I had a client approach me, actually, a wine company that had six luxury wine brands that they needed to kind of revamp their social media. The uh, accounts had been kind of dormant and no one had really owned that space. And so they came to us wanting us to put together monthly content calendars. And we were working off of Facebook and Twitter. And then we moved also to expand them into Instagram after a few months as well. So We worked with their various brand teams and their communications teams to put together these content calendars. So we were posting a couple times a week on each platform. And the goal behind it was really to drive brand awareness and get people engaged and get the wine labels in front of the right audiences. So we weren't necessarily driving heavy web traffic or driving sales, but we really wanted to show people how the wine could play a role in their life and the history behind the wine as well. A lot of them were very rooted in the Napa or Sonoma area. So there was a lot of history behind the wines as well. So in order to drive this customer awareness and drive engagement, we put together a monthly content calendar for those three platforms and really focused on telling a story and creating engaging winemaking content, vineyard updates, news and events were also a big part of that. And so through these content calendars and through executing the content, which is something that we did for them as well, In just a couple of months, we increased the impressions by just under 600%. So some of them were about 570%. And then one of the brands actually reached about 830%. So that was a huge jump in just the amount of people who were seeing the content. The average engagement on Facebook increased by 255% to 686%, which again, a huge jump. But that is just a matter of being consistent. And it really goes to show that as you are showing up multiple times a week, people are actually expecting to see that content. They want to know what's coming next or what's happening in the vineyards, what's happening in the cellars. Is there an event coming up? So your engagement will definitely increase as you are more consistent. 
We also saw the average follower count increase by 52% across all brands as well. So it was exciting to see all these numbers go up just as a matter of being consistent and showing great storytelling. So there's really a theme here that's emerging, right? So getting back to what Craig was talking about, you know, how do you allocate a certain amount of your budget? And then also, Charlotte, you've said that one of the biggest problems is consistency showing up every week, right? And it seems like if you're going to get into social media and really deploy that as a strategy, you're going to have to invest in a certain amount of time, not just money, right? You sort of have to commit to more. This isn't something you're going to try for 30 days to see what happens. Right. It is definitely a good time investment. And I think at the end of the day, though, if it's just a little bit of money and a lot of time (laughs) or even a little bit of time and a lot of money, it's worth it. I mean, to see your impressions and engagement go up and to reach that many more people. I think one of the brands, we even reached over a thousand percent increase. So can you imagine what kind of impact that would have on your business if you could reach an extra thousand people in a couple months? Yeah. I mean, what business isn't trying to do that? Right. Charlotte, with the volume of social media that we have today, where do you see this all evolving over the next three years? Yeah, I think it'll be really interesting to see where we are three years from now. I have a feeling it's going to look very different than it does today. I'm watching really closely how brands are using Snapchat right now, especially the shorter video format, if it be on Facebook or on on Snapchat, but just watching how do we create informative, fun videos, even just from our smartphones. It doesn't have to be this huge video production. So I think that's going to continue to grow. And I think shorter, quicker content, we're going to see that keep evolving. You know, our attention spans are getting shorter in a sense because we're scrolling through our feeds so quickly. I think the people that will continue to excel at social media will be able to grab your attention in those first few seconds. And I think that's kind of where that challenge will lie with social media moving forward. Other than that, I don't know. It's hard to look three years ahead of time. But I think regardless of what happens or what format it takes, I think it's going to go back to community, of course, being the first part of it. And then also, I think it's creating value. The more value you can offer, if it be a solution to someone's problem or a piece of advice or a product that's going to save them five hours of time cleaning or something like that. I think the more value we can provide and the more solutions to problems that we can provide through marketing, that will be where the success lies for companies. Sounds like it's going to be continuous entertainment for you. (laughs) Yes, and continual learning for sure. So I really want to thank you for joining us today. Is there anything else you'd like to leave with our listeners? Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. And I know I talked a lot about the consistency aspect of social media. And so I'd love to share the listeners um, a free content calendar download we have on our website. It's one that we use for our client and for our business. And so I'm always happy to share that with everyone. So you can find that on our website at chipperfieldmedia.com slash content hyphen calendar. And our guest today has been Charlotte Chipperfield. You can learn more about Charlotte along with links to her free content calendar and more resources in our show notes at businessownersradio.com. This episode has been sponsored by Align for Business at Align, the number four, business.com. Thank you for joining us on Business Owners Radio. We hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, you can read more about each episode along with links and offers in the show notes on our website, businessownersradio.com. We want to hear your feedback. Please leave comments on this show or suggestions for upcoming episodes. Tell your fellow business owners about the show and 
Of course, we would love the stars and comments on iTunes. Till next time, keep taking care of business.